Hello there, and welcome to the Blue Milk Latte, a Star Wars podcast. I am your host, Kent Blue Milk Latte Solace, and with me, as always, is my trusty co-pilot aboard the Blue Milk Latte Star Cruiser, Chris Christophsis Mead. Hey guys, what's up? Hey, welcome back. So this week we are talking Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, we're bringing up the rear here as far as uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi news because everybody, you know, likes to uh, get on it right on the, the release day. We did get the uh, trailer, their teaser trailer drop at uh, this last past uh, Disney investor uh, announcement meeting sort of thing. Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about uh, this, uh, this week. Um, but before we get into all of that and all of the Kenobi-ness... Uh, let's go over our Star Wars adventures from this last week. Uh, Chris, why don't you kick us off? Uh, well, I finished up my... I built two of my new Star Wars Lego helmets. So I've got uh, Luke's Red 5 helmet and the Death Trooper head. Dark Trooper. Death? Dark? 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 Dark. From dark. Mandalorian? Yes, the robot one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark, dark, <laughs> dark Trooper. Dark Trooper. The, the one that comes with the Skrillex music. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, Dark Troopers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. So I, I got that built. Um, still getting caught up on uh, some higher public novel business and uh, comics and stuff. But, you know, that's pretty much about it. Cool. Very cool. Which, uh, not just because, you know, we're Star Wars fans and we always like to pick favorites and what have you. Which one are you leaning towards as your favorite right now between the two? Oh, the helmets? Yeah. Um, probably the Dark Trooper, Dark Trooper one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the Red 5 was cool because the first one I built that's hollow because all the ones are like... Solid. Solid, because it's like a Darth Vader or Boba Fett where it's like one big piece, but the <clears throat> the Red 5 helmet is actually like a empty helmet, so it's kind of, it was kind of an interesting build. Nice. Very cool. Um, yeah, so for me, I mean, uh, as a newfound dad, uh, I am uh, doing a lot of things on a bed as far as like <laughs> trying to put my baby to sleep and all that, so I've just had uh, Clone Wars and Rebels on in the background. Not too much craziness uh, as far as Star Wars Adventures goes. We're... Not homebound, homebound, but we are, you know, we are with a month-old baby, so we're trying to, uh, you know, take it take it easy and uh, stay inside, so that's what we're doing. Um, nothing too crazy. Oh, you know what? There is one little thing. Uh, as some of you know, or most of you know, in line with Kenobi, um, the Entertainment Weekly uh, issue that came out, uh, I came out, so I did pick up a couple of those. I got uh, one for me, one for Chris here. And, yep. uh, yep. So, um, uh, I might, I don't know, after reading mine, I might get mine framed, not only because, you know, we're cheesy Star Wars friends, but <laughs> also, I don't know, if, uh, some of you fans may have known this, some of you might not, this is going to be the last, uh, published Entertainment Weekly hard copy. I believe the rest of it's going to be going online from here, here on, on yeah, forward. Yeah, I believe that's, yeah, I heard that rumor too, that they're, they're going to a more digital format. Yeah, so not only for Star Wars collector fans, but just... Movie, TV, pop culture fans in general, you know, Entertainment Weekly has been there for, you know, decades. Ever, yeah. Yeah, so this is a pretty monumental thing. So, yeah, we got our issues, thankfully, and uh, I should have read through that and <laughs> leading up to this, but I, I didn't. <laughs> but, we, you know, I, to make up for that, uh, I think I speak for Chris here, too. We did watch the trailer about 20 million times. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, probably I've seen it a, a dozen. Yeah. Like, literally a dozen times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Including yeah. one just earlier today to prep for this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of what we've been up to uh, as far as our Star Wars adventures. Maybe, hopefully next week, we'll have 
somewhat more interesting Star Wars adventures for you guys. Uh, Chris is going to be going on a vacation here w- yeah. to Hawaii, so you never know what r- random things the Force <laughs> might throw at him uh, there in Hawaii that, you, you know, just might come back around and tie into Star Wars. We'll see. Um, okay, so uh, enough of that. We'll get straight into the trailer here. What we're going to do, uh, just so you guys know, is we're going to be going over the brief synopsis of the of the trailer and our, our thoughts and then we're going to be getting into the top five things we would like to see um from the kenobi tv show um so without further ado here we go so the uh trailer does kind of open with uh, a figure of kenobi um and he is uh not looking too too good he's uh writing I should have got the name of the creature before we started, but he's right. It's the same creature that's at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Is it Eopies? Eopie? I think that's, it's Eopie. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Because um, it's the same ones from Phantom Menace or a different one? Because the ones from Phantom Menace are Eopies. The ones that they're, they're, that they cruise in and out of uh, Mos Eisley on or Mos Espa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we do kind of get some like Aladdin vibes, I think, from that too. Like the way he's just like... In a desert sort of right. thing. So um, there is that going on. Um, Star Wars TV shows love uh, love deserts. Cause yeah. He has a similar vibe going on with uh, Boba Fett too, which is him. Although he had a giant banthe he was riding around on. But it's still just like a dude in robes in the desert just wandering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah space Jesus, as we like to call him yeah. here. And everybody else likes to call him. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's an EOP. <laughs> okay. Got it. And uh, the, yeah, so the first words uh, said by Obi-Wan Kenobi in this teaser trailer is, the fight is done, and um, we lost, I believe is the next one here. And then we get more space Jesus in the desert. Um, <clears throat> Oddly enough, Ewan McGregor actually played Jesus in a movie. He did, yeah. It looked like a creepy movie, too. Uh, it's pretty much just like this. It's him in the desert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally being Jesus, and it's like he's taunted by the devil. Like, it's, yeah, it's a crazy movie. Yeah. Um, and then we get a shot of him um, kind of just sitting there. Um, it looks like outside of a cave, there is a Entertainment Weekly photo that was dropped where it has a blue tinge to it where he's inside a cave, of a cave just chilling. Uh, I think that's maybe where he goes when he's just like, you know, lost all hope and he's just like regressing, like to hide out. Well, he, does, he doesn't quite have like his like hut or anything yet. I mean, getting into a little bit of what we might want to see in the show, if he's in the cave of the blue tinge, is that possibly where he's talking to Qui-Gon? Possibly. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so uh, we do get that. Because, you know, Force Ghosts are blue. Just just throwing it out there. Yep. You know what else is blue? Milk. Yeah. <laughs> Lightsabers. The sky, most times. I'm kidding. Okay. Um, and then... We get a very sweet, heartbreaking, like, not heartbreaking, I'm sorry. A very sweet uh, shot that awakens the child within, for sure me, and I think a lot of us. We get to see a young Luke Skywalker, you know, uh, pretending to race. Uh, maybe pod race, maybe not, who knows. Uh, just like his dear old daddy. Maybe he's riding like a panther. <laughs> <laughs> he, he could be, yeah. He could, like... <laughs> Just like uh, just Boba how just, Boba Fett, like just how Boba Fett says, yeah. Uh, well, I do like the shot of Luke because it does let us know where we're at yeah. timeline wise. Because Luke looks to be what we figure like ten, yeah, ten ish. So we now we know kind of that we're ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, Obi Wan's been on Tatooine for about ten years by this point. 
So I did. So I thought that was kind of a good, um, it was kind of a nice thing to see so that we kind of know where we're at. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then another thing on that was um, it is exciting to know that we will be getting for sure, like, confirmed in the show, like, a young Luke. When that, you know, leads us to think we'll also be seeing a young Leia, which is stupid exciting. I We've only seen um, a shot of Alderaan, you know, when it's not blown up uh, at the end there of Revenge of the Sith. And it looks really cool and really, like, Lord of the Ringsy. So I'm really excited. It really looks like kind of like what a space kingdom would maybe look like in the Star Wars universe. So I'd be really, really excited to see... Oh, I'm spoiling... Some of the stuff we'd like to see, whoopsie. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but that that is there. I also really love that, like the this that one shot of him looking at Luke has given us another round of great Star Wars memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was showing kind of a couple of my favorites. Uh, I was just really loving all the different things they like sub in for like you know for when he sees Luke for like different things he sees. Yeah, one of them is I saw one that was like Vader giving him the finger. That was pretty <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So we got all of that, and then we get a uh, like a golden Lucasfilm logo that's brushed away by sand. Anakin's not gonna like that brush away. No. And we get the epic, epic uh, song "Duel of the Fates" coming back into play. Um, so well, before that, even the um, I want to say the the first part of the trailer has a variation of the music that plays in the background when they uh in Revenge of the Sith when uh Anakin yeah. and Battle of the Heroes. Yeah, Battle of the Heroes. There's a little bit of Battle of the Heroes like when he does the voiceover at the beginning and then yeah, then as soon as the Lucasfilm logo kicks in, it switches to Duel of Fates. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, all the feels. Yeah, yeah. And then uh after that fade away of the Lucasfilm logo, we get a ocean uh with a what we assume to be an inquisitor ship headed towards Azkaban. Oh, I'm sorry, not Azkaban. Um, where the Inquisitors hang out on uh, whatever. I haven't made it. I, don't yell at me, everybody, on the internet. But I haven't finished all the way through A Fallen Order just yet. Do we see that location yes. in Fallen Order? Yes. Okay. So that's like the Inquisitor hangout. Thing. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And then we get to see the um, the main Inquisitor there, played by, I forget his name. But I know that he was... Uh, getting a lot of flack for not being uh, long-faced and being more round-faced. Okay, so here's my thing. Okay. So I, I warned Kent I had a, uh, <laughs> a frustration with the fandom right now, and they were going to get into it, because this, okay. this is it. Okay. Clone Wars and Rebels have a very stylized animation style. Agreed. So why are people so bent out of shape when things don't look like they do on the cartoon? Because the cartoon isn't real. The cartoon is stylized yeah so it's like they're like caricatures almost because like i mean the obi-wan doesn't look exactly like you and mcgregor it looks enough that you're like oh yeah like tell it's obi-wan but like are we gonna get mad because they don't look the same like yeah. i don't know i just kind of i'm because we're seeing it with the inquisitor we saw it with cad bane we saw it with ahsoka it's like come on guys it's like the cartoon is stylized so if we unstylize it this is what they look like yeah <laughs> i mean you gotta think of it like if someone looked at the the live action actor and then did like a caricature of them, that's what they look like on Clone Wars. So I think we need to just kind of get over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree with you. Um, you can use the example on, I'm sure, tens and hundreds of characters, actually. But the one that comes to mind is Yoda. Like, if you were to see Yoda in Clone Wars for the first time and then see him in live action, 
there's such a difference. Yeah. Like, you would say, like, why is he skinnier? Why does he look more like a baby? Why does he do this? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't even really show off some of, like, his white hair. It's like, where does all this white hair fuzz come from? Like, if you were to do the reverse of that sort of thing. Right. So. I mean, the, the, the issue is that, like, I think people are more apt to forgive going from... If you've already seen the character for the first time in live action to an animated series, they can wrap their head around the fact that, like, yeah, this is just, like, a caricature of that character. But then when you go the other direction, people lose their minds. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you get streaming exclusively on Disney Plus, which I mean, ninety nine percent of us already knew it's not right. going to be coming. It's <laughs> not going to be coming to theaters or anything like that. Although it'd be kind of cool to see. Like I know when they did the Book of Boba Fett, they did like the first two episodes uh, in a theater for like a mini premiere sort of thing. It'd be kind of cool if they did like the first. I don't know, one, two, or three episodes. Of okay, I think they will. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. I I I, I think they will because uh, they're gonna. I, I can't imagine a world in which they don't do some form of a screening of the first episode at, at Celebration. Because literally the first episode will drop the Wednesday before Celebration. Celebration starts the next thir- literally the next day on Thursday. Yep. There's, no, there's not a place in this world where they don't screen that somewhere at the, at the con. Yeah. Either like in the big hall, in one of the... Because even last time we were there, they were screening the movies in one of the halls. Yeah. Um, we didn't go see any of them, but they were screening like... Uh, all the movies, especially New Hope and stuff, because that was the 40th... No. What, what was it? It was, uh, I think, was Revenge it of the Sith. Because we went in 2015. Because well, we went right... We went the same year they announced Force Awakens. And the trailer dropped Oh, no, Force that would have been 2014 then. Yeah. My bad. But I don't think... Yeah, no, we weren't... I don't think that was the anniversary. For no, 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 because, yeah, that was later. Yeah. But, like, but uh, no, I know that they were screening, screen, yeah, screening stuff. But, yeah, they were definitely like, screening films and Clone Wars episodes and stuff like that. And that was even, like... Um, there was even like the early footage, no, the next con, I think, one of the cons had early uh, Mando footage, and they, I think what, they, they screened like the first episode, didn't they screen the first episode of Mando, one of the cons? They, the, the same year Mando came out? I don't know. I feel like they did. Yeah. But like, you couldn't show, they didn't show any footage, and they weren't talking about it, and like, you know. Yeah. But like, yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't see a world in which they don't screen this first episode somewhere. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, while this is all happening in the trailer, the Grand Inquisitor is saying the key to hunting Jedi is patience. Um, meaning, you know, Jedi cannot help what they are, which is, you know, uh, I think what they mean by that is like good people. Like if you right. create catastrophe, they're, you know, if you're a Jedi, your natural inclination is to help people and to take people out of harm's way. So maybe there will be some form of, you know, like a, um, you know, terrorist attacks or bullying. something. Bullying. Yeah, bullying, <laughs> something like that. Well, I think there's a bit of bullying later on, as we'll, as we'll get to. And, like, and it's kind of interesting because that's, that's basically kind of what happens in the Kenobi book. Mm-hmm. Um, was kind of the same deal where, like, he was trying, he did, he, he tried his darndest not to get involved. And at yeah. some point, he just could not get involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that's gonna, the same thing's going to happen here, where they're just going to keep ratcheting up the pressure until he's like, he can't, he's gonna, he has to do something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we get a cool shot of, like, a bullet train, um, a bullet hover train sort of thing. I think it is different than the one that we do see in the Book of Boba Fett. It's not as fast, and it looks a little bit more antique looking. Well, it also looks more like public transportation, whereas the other one was more like a private, like, yeah. you know, train. Yeah, yeah. And we get to see uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi there just sitting with a whole bunch of, uh, you know, what looks to be, like, common folk on Tatooine. Maybe, trying- maybe he gets a day job. Yeah, <laughs> what kind of uh, <laughs> what kind of day job? 
do you think he would apply for? He's been a Jedi, a Padawan, <laughs> Je- uh, uh, yeah, a Master, uh, a Jedi General. What, 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 what do you think he would be do? Um, data entry. Data entry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, customer uh, service. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> How can yeah, I don't know? Would you like a latte? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, and then we get to see the inside of. Do you know what that structure is called? The one that's in the middle of the ocean. Do you recall? I don't. That's fine. Here, actually, let's see if we can maybe. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since I played through um, Fallen Order. It's all good. Um. And no, we can't. Okay, no problem. We'll just move on here. No big deal. But they are inside of that structure that we see inside of the ocean, which is like the Inquisitor. We'll call it the Inquisitor Hangout. Um, And we get to see, it looks like, uh, the fifth sister, which is a new character that they're bringing into this one. Right. Um, And then I believe one of the brothers, which I forget which brother that is. Um, But yeah, one of those. Actually, here, maybe this will tell us. Da-da-da-da. An Inquisitor. Yeah, so the new uh, Inquisitors, uh, her name is Riva, which is kind of different because I don't think none of them have actual names that we've known. They're just like the Grand Inquisitor, the fifth sister, the seventh brother, all that stuff. I mean, they don't. We can't talk about this because we haven't finished the game. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Sorry, I'm just ruining things here. All right, so anyway. Well, only for yourself. Yeah. Because I know. Yeah. All right, so the new Inquisitor, her name is Riva. Uh, she's going to be played by Moses Ingram. Oh, she's the third sister. Uh, third sister. I've been saying fifth. My bad. Don't come after me. Uh, well, I think fifth is... No. Seventh is... Fifth or seventh is in the Fallen Order game, so maybe that's where we're getting mixed up. Yeah. She looks pretty awesome, pretty badass and intimidating, uh, you know, for as far as, like, a just a regular-looking Inquisitor, because most of the other Inquisitors are alien-like in some way. So they, yeah. yeah. So they have that going on for them. Um but yeah, she's there. She is going to be played. The only thing I know her from is um, in Gambit. What's that one chess uh, TV show that was like really, really Queen's good? Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. There you go. She played like her bestie in that oh, okay. show. And she was really, really good in that show as well. So I'm excited to see her in this as well. Um, so we get to see... Oh yeah, they're definitely causing some stuff because right. some, some, some bullying by hanging some dude. It well, looks like... In- hanging or like... Force choking in air. That's probably more inquisitor like. Huh? That's yeah, because yeah. I because I had to, I went to the same thing where I saw feet. I was like, oh, they're hanging someone, and then it cuts to the inquisitor. I was like, oh no, I think she's Darth Vader in that guy and like hovering him above the air with the force and choking him to death. Yeah. Um. So he yeah, we're that's a very good catch. Uh. Yeah, we're gonna go with that. Uh. Then we get to see Uncle Owen coming back. He's looking. All Uncle owen You know, he actually... I forget. Is that the same actor from Revenge of the Sith? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Egerton. I forget his first name. Edgerton? Edgerton. Egerton? Edgerton? Yeah. It's probably Edgerton. Yeah. That sounds um, British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, he actually, like, not to get, like, all, like, uh, fanboy. He actually looks pretty good looking compared to the Uncle Owen that we see yeah, in the new Yeah, no, Hope. definitely. He doesn't look, uh... Ambrew did good by picking this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, so we get to do what she's Batmaning. Sorry, the third sister uh, is Batmaning on top of a building, which looks like it's going to be on this new planet called Dayu. Um, which sure, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I just don't, I don't. I don't know if that's a planet we've seen before. So. I don't think so. I don't know. We have a. I don't, I don't have a strong opinion about Dayu because uh, I don't think we've ever been there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, it's a new world. Yeah. Um, so and it looks like it takes a lot of influence from like Hong Kong and maybe Blade Runner. Yeah. It has a lot of neon going on, um, and she was kind of overseeing the the city and. Um, Kind of, you know, judging everything. So, and then we get another shot of a uh, Imperial officer who is played by a lady from Game of Thrones, whose name also escapes me, which is fine. Uh, and that one, that one shot looks very similar to, like, a fan film of Kenobi that I've seen. Because it looks like she's just, like, out on Tatooine, just, like, doing recon or something like that. Um, and then we get more shots. It looks like of Obi-Wan Kenobi on Dayu, kind of trying to blend in there a little bit. Which is interesting because I what I was not sure if we were going to see Kenobi on a non-Tatooine planet because Luke's on Tatooine. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you leave? <laughs> yeah. There's got to be something pretty dire. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we get to see a new droid uh, that kind of looks like a Rock'em Sock'em robot or something from like Real Steel uh, doing his thing. And then we get to see uh, Reva jumping from building to building. Again, a la Batman. Uh, she's got a lot of Batman. She's not Batman, Kent. She's not Batman. <laughs> Stop she, trying to make her Batman. She also has a cape, uh, kind of like Batman. <laughs> she also... You did a grappling hook like Batman? She also wears all black, kind of like, like Batman. Batman. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, maybe she has other gadgets, too. We'll see. <laughs> by the time by the time the show's over, uh, she will be more Batman than, than Inquisitor. Anyway... We're back to the Grand Inquisitor. He is inquisiting somebody, asking somebody where is he, and then we get to see his cool... The spinning lightsaber they use? Umbrella, not umbrella, what am I saying? Spinning lightsaber. Um, and then we get to see who's that guy. That's one of the other brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but uh, I forget, I should have, I apologize to all the listeners out there. Um, I should have, he's the dude from, he plays Han in Fast and Furious, for all you Fast and Furious fans out there. So, pretty much Kenobi, for one episode, is going to turn into a Fast and Furious episode. Kind of with all the neon and Tokyo vibes. There's, it's going to be Kenobi, Kenobi Drift. Because, uh, yeah, anyway. Da, da, da. So, yeah, he's in there. He's doing his thing. And I think a couple people were a little upset about him, too, because he has already been portrayed uh, in animation. And, again, he's, like, bigger uh, in the show. But, I mean, he looks pretty... Pretty staunch and pretty intimidating there. Um, and then we get to see Reba back again, brandishing a red lightsaber. I think that's Owen. She's like um, threatening. I want to say it's Owen Lars. You think so? I think so. Let's see. Oh, yeah. That does kind of look like him. Like maybe he's trying to escape the market on Tatooine there. And she's saying, no, 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 no. You're not going anywhere. Well, I mean... I mean, depending on how the force works, I mean, there's, a, I guess, there's a chance that like he has some residual force stank on him from being around Luke all the time. Residual force stank. <laughs> there you go. Put that in your canon. Residual force stank. Hmm. You could use that for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so next, we get to see an Inquisitor looks like touching um, 
a Republic logo or Jedi Jedi, logo. Jedi insignia logo yeah. that was etched on something. Kind of like what Ray was doing on Jakku there, except not she wasn't really doing logos. She was just knocking, you know, notching well, the days off. It's more well, it's more like what Mando's doing in in the Boba Fett episode. You know, the Mandalorian episode that was in Boba Fett, <laughs> where he's looking for the con the Enclave. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The little markings. Yeah, that actually oh, yeah. looks. Actually, to be fair though, that symbol looks almost more High Republicy symbol, but it's probably not that. Well, maybe it could be. Yeah. All right. So this brings us to the next part, and we're going to spend a minute or two on this. We see Riva kind of doing a showdown with someone in a dark alley, which we're assuming is on Dayu, and we get to see a figure uh, wearing a puffy jacket. And a uh, blaster in hand that does look fairly similar to one that, oh, I don't know, a character like Han Solo would uh, brandish. Um, and uh, I I believe Solo takes place about six months to a year before the events of this show. Mm. Chris, what do you think about that? I looked it up timeline-wise. It makes okay. sense. Solo takes place like a little bit before this. I think... Do you think we could be getting Han Solo in Kenobi? I mean, anything's possible at this point. They keep, you know... So, <laughs> all right, so let me throw this at you. But I just don't... Okay, so I feel like of all the series that are out there right now, this seems like the one that's least... Likely? Least makes sense to put Solo into. Okay. Because Boba Fett was a natural fit. Andor even makes more sense because that one is um more underworld based yeah. and more like you know in the uh in kind of the shadows of the star wars galaxy yeah like and, and it just it just as much as like it would be cool like it would be kind of weird because like for someone who says that you know jedi are a myth and it's all hokey religions and bs for him to like bump into like jedi all the time and still be like ah no i don't believe any of that crap Seems kind of weird. Well, no. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Well, maybe... Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe he doesn't see Jedi or anything. He just sees Inquisitors with, like, lightsabers and stuff. Maybe. Because it's like, if he meets the... Yeah, if he, if he bumps into the Inquisitor, and then, like, you know, she uses the Force or whatever, and then he meets, like, Obi-Wan and Luke, he's like, man, that stuff's a horse crap. And you're like, yeah, but you just... All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fair, I guess. Okay. Well, the only thing that I'm thinking of, and, I mean... You can't trust everything you see on the internet. And they can recon stuff is Obi-Wan Kenobi, he's the one who puts Luke in cahoots with, you know, he's the one who picks up the ship from Han Solo and Chewbacca. Right. So it does make sense, at least in a little bit, that maybe he doesn't know, maybe they never meet face to face, but they know of like this smuggler that's out there that's willing to take people off world or take people here and there in exchange for credits. Could be. Which, I mean, Han Solo has been doing, you know, as we know, for quite a while before the events of, like, A New Hope and all that stuff. What, uh, if, okay, so if it's not, if it's not uh, Han Solo, do you think it's just some rando with the same blaster? I mean, I know they probably have kajillions of those blasters out there. I mean, it could be, honestly, like, who I'd rather see in this show, if we're going to pull any kind of, like, random cameo, uh, I feel like Cal Kestis is a better fit. Yeah. Because he's he's been fighting, you know, Inquisitors his whole that's his whole deal in Fallen Order. I yeah. think throwing him in here, timeline wise, thematically makes more sense. But you know, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. So that's our quick thoughts on it. And then we're back on the rooftops of Dayu, and we get to see these uh, 
cute little birds from the tiki room or something. They're like green alien birds flying out of a... Yeah, everyone keeps thinking they're the owls from Mortis. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I've seen that a lot. Like, a... Even, even one of my friends was like, are those the, are those the, the owls from Mortis? And I was like... That's a deep cut. Hey, right maybe. But yeah. they, they don't look... Their faces aren't very owl-like as you just did that, that pause right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look, they look more like parrots from like yeah. the tiki room. Right. Yeah, so we get to see Hope Survives and beautiful space jesus ewan mcgregor there and we get star wars obi-wan kenobi and it's tan logo with sand blowing it'll be a limited series streaming on may 25th boom and there's this beautiful disney plus thing with the uh, lightsaber the lightsaber cutting there at the end it's although to be fair it's very similar to the uh the old disney um Disney Channel with the wand, where they do the wand, where they do the, yeah. little, the little bounce ears in the corner, where Lizzie McGuire yeah. is doing all this crazy stuff, and then it's they kinda, just it's kind of like that. They, yeah, they just make it work. Yeah. All right, so that's pretty much our quick recap of the trailer. I mean, obviously, uh, if you guys are listening to this podcast, chances are you've also watched that trailer at least twenty times. So thanks for uh, hanging out with us while we kind of went over like what what we think was funny <laughs> or what we thought was dumb. Not dumb. I mean, dumb is as in. Uh, like fan reactions or what was epic and cool and all that stuff. Um, but that's it for that. We will get into our um, top five things that we're most uh, excited for the show. Um, we do have a companion piece. I mean, we do have a companion piece to this that's kind of funny to listen to. We did one of these for the book of Boba Fett. And I think like 25 to 30% of the stuff actually like came to fruition in one way or another. Uh, I had some surprising ones, though. There was a couple of ones that, that I, I, I think I called out. I was like, oh, really cool this happened, and then it actually did happen. I yeah. believe I called out Cad Bane. Yeah. I think I'm almost, like, I'm, like, 90% sure on one of the episodes we are talking about what we, what could happen to Boba Fett. Yeah. I was like, what if Cad Bane showed up? That'd be amazing. Yeah. And then he did show up, and that was yeah. amazing. <laughs> sure did. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, some of this stuff is things that we think will happen. Some of these things are just things that we're just excited uh, that that we know for sure are happening already. Um but if you want to maybe possibly see 25 to 30% of the stuff that might happen in Kenobi, <laughs> keep, us, keep on listening. Um, Chris, uh, do you want to kick us off or do you want me to kick us uh, off? I can kick us off. Okay, go for uh, it. All right. So one of the things, uh, and this is going to be kind of a weird personal one, uh-huh. one of the things I'm most excited about is this, this will actually be the first hour show that my wife will watch with me. Oh, <laughs> nice. Because she has not been real like key, like – She'll watch the movies sometimes, but she's not in general as big a Star Wars fan as I am, but she loves Space Jesus. Yeah. Like you read about. Yeah, yeah. So this will actually be one where I will either have to, you know, keep reminding her not to watch it without me, or we'll have to like we'll have to schedule to watch it together and I'll have to not, you know. Yeah, isn't isn't she's the the, the, the kind of fan that pretty much if you and McGregor is in anything, she's watching it, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well and and to be fair, uh, Phantom Menace is where her uh, love of uh, Ewan McGregor started in. Really? Yeah. Not in like train spotting nope. when he's tweaking out? Nope. <laughs> no, like she, yeah, she she went and saw uh, Phantom Menace and then like, who's that hot guy? And then like went back and then watched like train spotting and some of the other stuff afterwards. Wow. Yeah. 
Nice. So I'm excited for that. So this will not follow my normal pattern of, you know, since I work overnights, watching it like at three in the morning when I got off work on, uh, you know, Wednesday morning. This will be a matter of like watching it probably Fridays with her. So that's, I'm kind of excited about that. Cool. That's awesome. That's a very cool. It'll be a nice, uh, as one that thankfully my, my, my girlfriend is very uh, enthusiastic about a lot of Star Wars stuff. It is a, a fun thing to sh- be able to share it with someone like in real time. Um, yeah. And just be like, like, for instance, like I, I always go back to um, the season finale of season two of The Mandalorian when Luke comes back. Like it was amazing to like share that with another fan and like freak out and jump out of my bed and like jump up and down and all that <laughs> stuff. So it'll be, yeah, that, that's awesome. Um, so the first thing I'm really excited for is um, John Williams, as we know, is returning to score uh, the show, which we've gotten previous teases before. Like he's done like a song or two for Galaxy's Edge. He did, um, you know, one song here, here and there for some Star Wars stuff. But um, aside from The Rise of Skywalker, it's only been like three years. But it, I'm just excited to get more John Williams music. Um, he is getting up there in years. He's in yeah. his death. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, for him to be doing this and for us to still be getting music is just outstanding. I mean... Um, well, it really makes a lot of sense because... The other, because the Mando and Boba Fett stuff um, is new characters, new setting, and so we have a very new and different sound for them. Yeah. But this is like Obi Wan Kenobi. So going back to like the well, to like the source material, is I think was a really smart decision on their part. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if we're just going to be getting, even if it is just this, I'm going to be happy with it. Just more rehashes of, you know, more different riffs on what John Williams has done, but I think he has. At least one more left in him, one epic song that we might be getting for this show. Um, that'll just be on like that Star Wars like playlist, just on repeat. Much right. li- much like Leia's theme, much like the main theme, much like Battle of the Heroes, Duel of Fates, much like Duel of the Fates, uh, all that. So I I hope we'll get one more of those um, out of this series. So yeah, that's my number five. All right, uh, number four. Let's see, I'm trying to think here. Probably what I'm looking forward to seeing, which I was surprised we didn't get a shot of, is um, Vader. Like, they've been teasing us about, you know, Hayden, they brought Hayden back in and that there's going to be some kind of Vader fight. And we don't, got, get, we don't get a single shot of Vader, which is weird to me. Because they were really building that up in the, in the media, <laughs> in the mm. press. Yeah. I thought we would have got at least one. Like, even if it's like his hand igniting a lightsaber or uh-huh. like... The breathing, like they didn't even—that would have been the perfect shot. Like to end it on, yeah, is like. I think we'll be getting one of those for like the trailer. Right, we'll probably be getting um, what Disney likes to do, which is really weird because considering most of the Star Wars fans are, you know, you know, for the most part, nerds and geeks and stuff that don't really watch sports, but they love to do that synergy thing where Disney will drop something on ESPN. That's like for an upcoming like whether it's Star Wars or Marvel or whatever it is. Right. So they always like to tie it into ESPN crap. <laughs> so well, they own ESPN. That's, that's why. It's yeah, ESPN, no, specifically, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I know that's that's yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like synergy yeah. and all that stuff. So I think I don't know. Like what sport? Maybe the no. It won't be some ESPN thing. Some I mean, we're, sports. We're in the midst of March Madness, but that should be wrapping up here relatively soon. Yeah, at the end of March. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, I think we'll get at least one more trailer. 
I don't know if we'll be getting two more because we're pretty. We're getting. We're like well, like yeah, we're like we're pretty exactly close. two months out. Yeah, from probably by the time you drop this, which will be you know middle middle of next week or so. Yeah, we'll be exactly two months out. Yeah, I know that we always like to use the May May the fourth date like for like all this stuff, and <laughs> that's when I thought like Kenobi was going to drop originally. Maybe on May the fourth, we'll be getting a full length like two minute, two and a half minute trailer. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that would make some sense. I I feel like on May the fourth, we'll get one of two things, or maybe both things. We'll, we might get some kind of a montage trailer. Like we saw on for the other um, Disney stuff on Disney Plus Day, mm-hmm. where they're going to kind of give us quick clips of like what's coming up because they've shot all of Andor and we haven't seen a frame of it, which is weird to me. Yeah. And, they, and it was apparently it's so good they ordered a second season of it. Yeah, I understand too, but we still haven't seen a frame of it, which is bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. So I imagine we're, I mean, and we've got Bad Bad season two. Like there's a bunch of stuff that's like in production that we should be seeing stuff from that we're not. So. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think on May the 4th, I think you're right. We'll see, we'll probably see more Kenobi. But we'll, is either part of like a montage or as part of a, not a montage, like a, like a clip mm-hmm. package or a, a full blown trailer. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so my number four thing is, and <clears throat> they've already kind of started to splice this into the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett and all that good stuff, but I'm excited. This is the very first Disney Plus show. That's going to be Jedi-centric and Force-centric. Um, obviously, we've gotten Luke Skywalker and the other two properties already. Um, but those are mainly, you know, about the scum and villainy and gunslingers and all that good stuff. I'm excited to see something. I love the – everybody has, like, you know, their favorite thing about Star Wars. And one of my favorite things is just the Force and uh, Jedi and lightsabers and all that amazing stuff. So I'm excited to see, like – them take the forefront in their very first Disney Plus show. Um, I'm just excited to see like what extra things we uh, might learn or might get. We're definitely probably going to be getting um, more stuff to do with uh, Force, um, you know, with Qui-Gon, with him coming back. Um, so possibly, we don't know. But, you know, with something like that. We might get uh, something to do with uh, them being able to communicate. Because they already kind of teed, teed that up back in 2005. You right. Know? <laughs> uh, the talk about, talk about like, excellent planning. You just put a – man, you know, George Lucas is so great at just throwaway – not throwaway lines. That's not what they are. But just, like, these little one-liners that you can essentially – take out and make like extra stories just off this one line um because uh, yeah well they, when they already kind of addressed a little bit because there is that whole uh clone wars the whole clone wars arc where they actually brought liam neeson back in to voice quag again yeah. as, his, as his force goes yeah, yeah 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 so yeah we're good to see some more of that which is exciting uh next thing i'm excited for uh is just the the look of the show is so feels like it's so much more cinematic than we've seen in the other previous two shows. It feels it looks more like movie quality, and not to say the other ones have bad quality, but I don't know. This one looks to me more like Star Wars. Yeah, it looks like the Star Wars film. Yeah, to me than than any of the other stuff has before. And I'm yeah, excited about that because the cinematography I, and the scope and everything. Yeah, I will say that too because yeah, I mean, I feel like the other stuff we've seen so far is. Um, just a little it's still great but it's a little bit more polished yeah and we're this looks a little bit more authentic in the sense of 
It's, uh, it's, it's okay. So, I mean, I don't know if this, this isn't true because it's all shot one way or the other. It feels like the difference between shooting on film and shooting on video, on digital. Oh, yeah. That's a great... That, like, where, like, you can, like, when you see things shot on film, it has a different feel to it. Like, it's, like, warmer or it's, like, it, there's a weird fuzziness to it that, yeah. like, is... Gives it a different quality than when you shoot on digital. It makes it feel like, like it makes yeah. it feel like more authentic and like yeah. we're watching something living and breathing. As for digitals, digital. right, right, <laughs> it, 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 like everyone wants everything really clear and crisp, but like there's there is something to like the graininess of a good like film. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my third thing up here is the possible return of Princess Leia. Um, I know about like a year ago we were getting maybe like. Um, this unknown actress being rumored that would be cast as Princess Leia, but we didn't really know m- too much about it or anything like that. And she's, you know, she's a little kid, so we don't know too much about, you know, who who would be and all that. But I would just be excited to see Princess Leia and Alderaan in general, um, just to see what she's like, the, what she's like at that like point in her life. She'll be like a ten year old girl. So I mean, and she's coming from royalty, so she's probably you know. Granted, yes, she is 10, but she would probably be pretty bright and starting to get, like, a feel for, I don't know, the way the things are in the universe and trying to interpret that and figure that out. I mean, her mom um, was queen at, like, 14, so... True. That's true. That's true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> or 16 that. or wherever old uh, Padme is in the Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, she always represented, like, a part of, like, Star Wars to me that was, like, really special. So I would just be excited to see, like, a young Princess Leia and just see, like, what she's up to, what she's doing. Um, so hopefully hopefully we'll get that. We'll see. Uh, right, next thing with the trailer, uh, there's kind of bummed. Well, this would be kind of things that kind of bummed me out a bit. Is like, some of, the, I'm, some of us are reading about things we're not going to see, okay. which is kind of a bummer. Like, I've read... Apparently, originally there was they were going to work a Maul fight in there, mm-hmm. which would have been amazing mm-hmm. uh, to have a you know a Darth Maul rematch. Although it does cheapen his their their next the the next encounter fight we get yeah, the next yeah. encounter we see in um, Rebels. I guess would take some of the punch out of that a little bit. So maybe I don't know. And I was kind of bummed because like I've been reading stuff that like they had to like tone it down because it was too dark uh-huh. <laughs> and too like too depressing mm-hmm. and it's like yeah but like that was what i was big complaining about was with boba fett was like it was not depressing enough it wasn't like gritty and whatever enough yeah so it's like i think i think we're all adults i think we can handle like super sad like space jesus i think we got this <laughs> yeah yeah um so my next thing up is i'm just excited to see what it's like when because as far as we know and i'm pretty sure Ming-Na Wen is going to be the director of this entire series. There's no, no like... not Ming-Na Wen. Ming-Na Wen is... Uh, oh, yeah. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Not, not Ming-Na Wen. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that's Fennec Shan. Whoopsie. <laughs> that's not what I meant. Oh, my God. Uh, it's... Um, oh, what is her name? Zhao? No. No, that's the, that's the Eternal. Chow. Her last name is Chow. I know that. Isn't it? Yeah. I, yeah, I was getting confused with the director of uh, the Eternals movie. That's, um, that's Zhao. That's... Deborah Chow. There we go. Yeah, Deborah Chow. There we go. Oh my God. Sorry, I had Mandalorian Ooh, on the yeah, brain. Yeah. Okay. We got Deborah- there though. <laughs> we did. Uh, Deborah Chow. I'm excited to see like what a show is like with no like feature directors here and there that may or may not mess with the show tonally because I think that's one of the things that the Book of Boba Fett. It's still a great show and all that, but it's one of the things that it suffered from was having different directors' tones a little bit that were a little bit too stretched apart. 
Granted, there was, you know, only one or two writers of the entire series, but um, I'm excited to see what a Disney Plus Star Wars show looks like with one singular vision of the director. Um, granted, I'll miss, you know, Dave Filoni uh, directing an episode. I'll miss, uh, you know, some other directors in there, um, but I'm excited to see what it looks like, yeah, with one vision, one director. Yeah, that, that should be pretty good. Uh, it'll be... Yeah, because it will be. This will be. It's hopefully will feel more like a. Um, how many episodes we have? Five or six from that six hour movie. <laughs> yeah. Then maybe like some of the other ones have, where it's like more episodic. This, I feel like this. This is set up to feel like one long like movie versus like this week on you know Obi Wan he does this and this week he does that like yeah 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 it might feel like one one epic six hour movie. Right, because because they were trying that with Boba Fett a little bit, but it's still like every episode was like this week Boba Fett learns this lesson, and this week but he learns this lesson, and like this week he bombs the crap out of everybody. Right, so <laughs> you know, and even Mando was very like one shot. Every episode is like an isolated adventure with like the over arc of Grogu, but in general, each individual episode is its own storyline. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I think we're on to. Our number ones? Number ones? Yeah, I think so. I don't know, lost count. Yeah. I don't really have a... No, I think I we are. I don't have a firm list. I'm just kind of off the cuff here as I'm yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so your number one thing. I, honestly, my number one thing is just all of it. Like, yeah. I just I just can't wait to see all of it. Uh, I just... Uh, I was, it was already probably one of, my, one of my most anticipated Star Wars things coming up. And then the trailer just confirmed all, everything that um, I wanted it to be. Um... Because, like, this trailer does a really good job. And this is really kind of the Star Wars I want to see. Because even the Boba Fett, I remember when we got the first Boba Fett trailer, we were both kind of like, huh, that's what this show is? Because it's all about him, like, I'm going to take over the crime syndicates and stuff. And we're yeah. like, huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't have that moment with this trailer. So I'm I'm hoping that this is going to be really, like, quality the whole way through. Because not that Boba Fett was bad, but, like, it definitely was not... From the start, was not a direction I thought we were going, and this seems a hundred percent direction. I think they should be going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, the tone is a lot different than yeah. for Bo- Book of Boba Fett than we thought. That's where this is pretty much spot on with what we thought. It should what be. we want, yeah. what we need, all that good stuff. I mean, the only thing I'm really curious about is if we do see shots of, of Obi Wan not on Tatooine. Like, what is so? important and he leaves Tatooine unless it's something like the Inquisitors show up and he realizes that if they hang out there too long they'll fit they'll find Luke and so he's like I'll his, just I'll lead them I'll like bait. his force stench would stick around yeah. too long yeah his uh, <laughs> yeah his force stink <laughs> so he's gonna like leave plant like bait them out to follow him somewhere so that you know that could be cool that's probably I'm gonna guess that's my prediction about how that plays out but yeah, yeah that's what I'm really curious to see like what is so bad that makes him he has one job he yeah. has one job and then he's like nope I'm going <laughs> <laughs> I'm going away. Yeah. Uh, my number one thing is the epic showdown that we've been... They've even said it. There's going to be an epic showdown. Uh, yeah. Uh, Deborah Chow has went on record as saying that. Um, so I'm excited for that showdown between Vader and Kenobi. Um, I I wasn't upset about it, but uh, a random person I met in the world... I have Star Wars tattoos. And he said, oh, you're a Star Wars fan. Let me show you something. And if I'm not really that crazy about spoilers and stuff, so thankfully it was okay. But if I was anti-spoilers, I would have punched this guy in the face. Because uh, <laughs> he 
he said, oh, my, uh, this random, you know, dude out in the wild, uh, he says, oh, yeah, my brother works in Hollywood. He's working on the show. Here, let me show you something. And I saw something, and it looked pretty damn legit, and it takes place in – no, I can't – I'm not going to say that. Never mind. It takes place somewhere, <laughs> and it looks pretty legit, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. So it – just from that little thing that someone took from behind the scenes, if that looks amazing, I could just only imagine what it's going to look like in the show. Um, and yeah, so that little tease was awesome and epic. Um, and thankfully, again, yeah, I'm not an- totally anti spoilers, and that guy still has a nose. So, uh, and again, it's just weird. I just feel it's weird that we didn't see because I could see a world like obviously, could somehow this got leaked out and they couldn't keep a secret anymore because I feel like the Vader appearance should have been there like luke skywalker end of season end of mando season two mm-hmm. that have like have this big fight with vader that we none of us saw coming mm-hmm. and like they already told us it's happening so it's, it seems yeah it seems weird we didn't see a shot of it or like some like even like a silhouette of vader or like something mm-hmm. yeah so that's kind of what we're looking forward to guys um, let us know what you guys are excited for, um, on any one of our social media channels. Uh, we're, we are simply just at Blue Milk Latte, just exactly how it sounds on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and even TikTok. Um, if you guys can leading up to celebration, tell a friend about us, you know, we'd like to see you guys there at celebration. Chris will be there all week long. I'll be there Friday and Saturday. So, um, We'll be rocking some Blue Milk Latte shirts one of those days, and we'd love to meet you guys and say hi, uh, maybe give you guys a sticker. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, um, tell a friend uh, about us, and we'll hopefully see you guys at Celebration. Um, and I think that's all we got for him, right, Chris? Yep. Yeah, that's all it, yeah. All right. Um, so we'll see you guys next week. And, Chris, what would you like to leave with the good people? Um... I don't know. I got vacation brain, so <laughs> my mind's already in Hawaii. So I guess uh, aloha, aloha. Yeah, I'll leave there with a little aloha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice. Uh, I will leave you guys with um, go watch the Kenobi trailer again, and then uh, yeah, and then cry when you see Luke Skywalker, and then like oh, a bantha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, get really excited about seeing a character that may or may not be like Batman. You know. <laughs> just kidding alright thank you guys so much for listening uh, we'll see you next week uh, may the force be with you